traditional car companies and e-bikes. That's our destination. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us from eBliss Global is CEO Bill Clem, who happens to be behind the wheel right now. Hi, Bill. Hi. Good. Good morning. Apologize for this. I got stuck in traffic. I I am driving an EF one fifty though, so I feel better about myself. Okay, but you're not on a bike, so <laughs> I am not. I am not on a bike, although it is forty five degrees here, and if I was going to the gym, I'd be riding one. But thank you for having me. Nice to meet you. Tell us a, a bit about your background and what eBliss Global is all about. Sure. So uh, my background is thirty plus years in automotive and transportation. Um, I had the distinct privilege of working for Ford Motor Company for 16 years. As my childhood dream, I got to accomplish that. So um, did that, did sales, marketing, finance, all these various jobs with inside of Ford. Um, and then I, I went off and did a few entrepreneurial things outside of Ford. Um, I had a large auto dealer services business with over 7,000 clients, car dealers. Um, and then after that, I raised a bunch of money and built an intellectual property licensing business around a transmission technology. So I had 800 patents and over 16,000 patent claims for the replacement of gears. That transmission is one of the fundamental drive systems we use at eBliss. eBliss is an, we are an OEM for e-mobility products. Specifically today, we're talking about e-assisted bicycles. So we, we make e-bikes today. Um, and we distribute them across North America. And this is under the Always uh, brand name? Yeah, so we have three brands that we take to the marketplace. Always is our auto dealer focused brand. And I'll speak more about that. Um, we have another brand, high-end brand called The Ride, in which we take to market kind of our premium cutting edge products. And then we have a private label business in which we private label for a company called Tomberlin which sells low-speed vehicles, LSVs. Very interesting. So tell us about the features of the of the bikes that you're making and, and how sure. they're different. Yep. So as I, as I look at bikes, so one of the things I learned inside of automotive when you develop vehicles is the first thing you look for is what the failure modes of your vehicle, of the piece of transportation equipment is. And then from an engineering perspective, how do you engineer those failure modes out? Because ultimately what you want is you want the consumer to have an enjoyable experience and not worry about premature failures on the vehicle. And premature is in the consumer's mind. So what we offer is every single bike or system that we take has a, has a carbon fiber Kevlar belt. All of, all of our bicycles or pieces of equipment also have a sealed transmission. Everything we do is minimalist as far as push buttons. So we try and make a very in a easy interface with the consumer. Um, that's that's our premise. So when I when I had Nuvinci, which was our transmission business, we launched transmissions in e-bikes across Europe. So we were one of the one of the pioneers in e-mobility in Europe as a drive system. And I sent a team into a thousand consumers' homes and ask them what were the three things that they wanted on their bike or e-bike. And these were Dutch consumers. So as everybody knows, the Dutch are big cyclists. And there was three things that I call universal global truths because it came from a thousand people and, I, and, I, and I, it applies to the US as well. The first is the quality of the seat and the touch points on the vehicle. 
So how does that feel when you get on it? Uncompromising quality of touch points and seats. The second is the quietness of the drivetrain because consumers universally, if they're riding a bike, they want to enjoy the noises of nature and outside, not necessarily the grinding of gears and what the Dutch call door trapping. The third aspect is going to be maintenance or lack thereof. So our bikes, the only maintenance that's required on our bikes are going to be brake pads and tires. So we've, we've eliminated a bunch of the derailleur tunings, no mechanical brakes, all hydraulics. So we've really engineered in safety and convenience for the customer and designed out the needs for unnecessary maintenance. And you're, as you mentioned, with, with one of the brands, bring them into car dealerships. Tell us about the reception there and why that makes sense. So car dealers last year did $1.7 trillion of revenue in the United States of America. So 17,000 roughly car dealers in America. Um, they see 2.3 million consumers a day that spend money for their transportation needs at a dealership. That isn't shoppers, that's 2.3 million people a day. So the auto dealer in the U.S. is the best capitalized distribution system in the world for transportation devices, bar none. The dealers are the biggest, they have the biggest balance sheets, but the dealers are under threat because of collapsing margins from the original equipment manufacturers on the new vehicle side. Uh, an estimate for what a new dealer, um, I'll speak about Ford, what a Ford dealer will see as far as front-end gross. So the gross on a pickup truck is very little, $2,000, $3,000 gross on a vehicle. So the dealers are really seeing a collapsing of their margins. The other thing that's happening is the average price of the vehicle has gone from 29000 to 43000 in the last four years. So consumers are really starting to get a little tired of the expenses that they have to have for vehicles and their complexities. And so consumers are defraying or putting off the purchase of vehicles. The other thing that we see is lots of young people who have, a, who, who have several children will have one vehicle, and then they will start to look for alternative pieces of transportation, a la e-bikes. So what we see is that is not, that's not me making that up. Everybody sees it. And the auto dealers that we've presented to all see it as well. You know, my, my child, one of my kids is 28 years old. He didn't get his driver's license till he was 18 because he didn't want it. And that is, that is happening all across this country and so as consumers are, as all these dynamics are happening, the effect to the auto dealer is they are, they are going to see a reduction in their business over time. And so for us, this is about filling that hole. The other thing to keep in mind is there's 119 million rides in an automobile in the United States of America every single day, 119 million. 29 million of those rides are less than a mile. So can, the worst thing you can do to a 63,000 component internal combustion engine vehicle is drive it a mile. Actually, the second worst. The worst to do is let it idle. But the, but the second worst to do is to take 29 million times a day and drive it a mile. So what we're pushing for with the auto dealers is we're pushing for the auto dealers to capture the amount of rides that a consumer will have under a mile. So how do we get as many of those one mile rides as possible? 
because we believe if we win the one mile ride, we win the seven mile ride. And again, this isn't me just speaking it into, the, into a microphone. The auto dealers that we've spoken to, we have over 50 dealers who have raised their hands across the country and said they wanna be first. We have several auto dealers who, are, who we are in the midst of signing and installing, and we will begin shipping bikes to auto dealers sometime in November and December. Interesting. So you're, you're getting some interest there. Are, are they oh, tailored to incredible. specific makes? Of no, the- you know what? That's, that's really interesting that you asked that question. No, we're seeing all makes and models. We're seeing this across the platform. So one of the things that you would think is maybe the Subaru guys, right? Because Subaru kind of has that, that consumer appeal of, of that kind of customer, right? Outdoorsmen, e-bikes, bikes. We're seeing them from everybody. Um, lots of the truck stores. So one of the things, our first step, by the way, with auto dealers is we're not going to sell the bike. We're going to sell the vehicle with the bikes. So just think about today, somebody goes in and buys, again, I'm going to pick on Ford because I'm in a Ford pickup truck. Somebody goes in and buys an F-150. You can offer them two e-bikes and a rack for the back of that, for the back of that truck. And that consumer can leave with a, with now a set of vehicles where, a, a set of partners, a husband and a wife or two people can actually utilize these kinds of e-bikes and bikes along with their vehicle. And they get a complete transportation set of equipment for all kinds of use cases that they that they would like to see. Interesting. And there is, even though they're e-bikes, there is a, a fitness component of sorts because they do require many of them, at least some pedaling, right? Absolutely. So all, so all of our e-bikes are either so they're they all have excuse me all but one have a throttle so one of them doesn't but all of but all of them have the ability to have what's called a, have a torque sensor which means that when you put power in the pedals the assist comes in and kicks in effortlessly underneath you so yes it does feel like the hand of god is pushing you along but you still have to do some work um you can just ride them on throttle um you'll go through the battery a lot faster but what we find from consumers is kind of a balance. Sometimes when they go to take off, they use the throttle and then they and then they they push through with the with pedaling. Um, but we are again, you're seeing it in the United States. There was more e-bikes sold in the US last year than there was e-cars. So again, the the marketplace is really is really gravitating towards these towards these bikes. And if you just think about a million bikes sold in the United States of America, e-bikes last year, over a million. And think about that as several thousand to three thousand dollars a bike at retail. This is a large industry that's that's now burgeoning, and the auto dealers see that. By the way, the other thing in the United States is there is no economically advantaged mass distribution system for e-bikes like there is in Europe. In Europe, the the both auto dealers sell e-bikes, which is a little known fact. But the other thing is that that the other groups that sell the e-bikes um, are a very well capitalized uh, retail distribution system. There's about 13,000 bike dealers in Europe. And because the average sale of a pedal bike in Europe is sometimes over 2,000 euros, those dealers have have had quite a bit of revenue and have quite a bit of income that's come in for the last 20 years. So they're much better capitalized. So we see those dealers. So we don't see that level of economically advantaged distribution in the U.S. 
So that's the case for making the car dealers. And as I said, I knew we would, I knew we would get people's attention. What I didn't know is I sat in a room with 50 car dealers and every single one of them signed up. So I went hundred percent for the car dealers. So again, this isn't just me now, again, sitting with a megaphone and blasting it out. The dealers are really embracing this. Interesting. Tell us about uh, where pricing starts for, for your e-bike. Sure. What should, what should people know? So, so the way we think about bikes is we think about bikes again as a form of transportation. So we don't, we want to make sure that safety and security. So everything is hydraulic, everything is highly engineered and manufactured. Our bikes will sell for $3,000 and up is what our bikes will sell for. But when you package it onto a vehicle, it's another 30 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. So that's, that's our, that's our going in position with the auto dealers. They will use it. The dealers have told us they're going to use this as a marketing differentiator to be able to attract consumers to come into the dealership by packaging the e-bikes in their advertising. So auto dealers in America last year, last quarter, spent a billion dollars on advertising. So our, our ability to get our brand with our e-bikes and our message onto local auto dealers, we think is very attractive. And again, we're not going to be competing with other bikes you know, priced against on online, we're going to be competing with the consumer 16, 15 million times a year that buys a new vehicle, 35 million used vehicles go through uh, auto dealers a year. So our ability to pack 10,000, 12,000 vehicles a year, we think is we think is a no brainer. Interesting. Haven't some car makers uh, seen this opportunity and more or less gotten into the business too? So, um, so there's been, so again, because I was on both sides of the fence, I can tell you the personal experiences of trying to do this as an automaker. One of the things automakers struggle with is, is the, is how to develop things affordably, uh, you know, lower cost things affordably. That's just not what they're great at, but they have forged into this market specifically in Europe. It's much, it's, it's come much bigger. So Toyota is, is, has announced a line of um, cargo and delivery bikes for their French auto dealer groups. Um, Volkswagen and Audi have done this. Um, uh, Porsche has developed a line of drive systems for e-bikes that they're going to be selling across the platforms. Valio has now e-bike systems. Bosch, last year, Bosch in Europe, in Europe, did over a billion dollars of revenue in component sales to the e-bike industry. So all the supply base in the auto industry is now getting into this. So again, millions and millions of dollars. When I launched my transmission business, I raised and invested $165 million into the development of my technology that, that later got sold. But today there's a hundred, there's a hundred, two hundred million dollars being invested in various aspects of e-bikes throughout the entire automotive supply chain. So the answer to your question is everybody's getting into it. We'll see where they all step into it, right? So it'll be different points, but everybody at the transportation level recognizes the same opportunity. Terrific. So for more info, where do people go? www.eblis.global. Please uh, send us send us requests for information. We're super proud of the bikes we bring to the marketplace, and we're excited to be able to 
to have consumers experience, which is one of our big things. It's all about the experience. We want consumers to have an amazing time riding amazing bikes. Bill Clem, thanks for spending time with us. Thank you very much. And again, apologize for doing this in the car driving, but I missed my window to be parked. So thank you for the time.